Hey everyone, this is Achuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology, and today we are going to take a look at Mercury's Kazemi. Mercury is going to move through the heart of the sun over the weekend. That means that the two will be conjoined, and there was a it was kind of a special status given to this type of conjunction in ancient astrology when any planet and the sun come together on the exact same degree. The planet was said to be at the heart of the sun, and it's greatly empowered strong position for that planet as though the planet is getting infused with the energy of the sun. Now this is happening as both the sun and Mercury are in a close sextile with recently entered Jupiter into Aries. So it's a very powerful combination. We started looking at this combination yesterday by talking about Mercury retrograde in Gemini making a sextile to Jupiter and Aries. So you could get a little bit more if you also listen to yesterday's talk and sort of pair it with this one. We're going to continue elaborating upon this theme by looking also at Mercury's Kazemi or Mercury being at the heart of the sun over the weekend. Hopefully that gives you some things to prepare for. There's 10 things to watch for that I have on a list today. So that is our agenda. But before we do that, make sure you like and subscribe, share your comments in the comments section, click the notification bell for updates when you subscribe. It really helps the channel to grow. You can always find transcripts of my daily talks on my website. If you sign up for the newsletter, you'll actually get a link to the podcast version, the YouTube version, the transcript of the talk every day. There's some deals that we send out in the newsletter sometimes, as well as talks that um, my wife is doing, uh, Ashley's doing on uh, plant medicine. You can find her latest talks in the newsletter too. So it's a cool thing to sign up for. You can check that out. Also, don't forget my new class, Ancient Astrology for the Modern Mystic, is coming up. We had to move the start date of the class back one week due to some scheduling issues that we were running into. So we are now starting on June 12th rather than the 5th typical Mercury retrograde thing to come up during an enrollment season. Thankfully, it's not a it's not a big deal. Nothing at all about the program is changing other than the start date. So if you have already enrolled, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Orientation material for the course is going to be going out next week. And in that orientation material, we are noting the schedule change, but um, you will be very well informed by next week if you have already registered about how to participate and the update on the new start time. But it's the same time every week. It's noon Eastern to about 2 to 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. The only difference is we're starting on the 12th rather than the 5th. So take note of that. And if you have not already checked it out, please go to my website, nightlightastrology.com and uh, click on the courses tab. Look at the first year course and you can scroll down to learn more about this program over the next 12 months. You'll be learning all about ancient uh, astrology, the philosophical and spiritual roots, how to make this a part of your daily spiritual life. It's a very transformative program. Many people also study the, this program for the sake of developing uh, a practice to read for other people. Lots of students come out of the program doing that. A, a good amount also are just taking it for their own. This is your hobby or this is something that you're looking to do as a way of growing spiritually. Great. Um, it's a great program for that reason. The class consists of 30 online webinars. They're led uh, by me on Sundays from noon to 2.30 Eastern time, 2 to 3 p.m. They're two to three hours long. There are 12 guest lectures in addition to those 30 classes. And then we have interactive group forum discussions and uh, with a hosted by a tutoring staff that will answer all of your questions. I'm there as well. Um, we also have breakout stuttering. stuttering. We have breakout tutoring sessions um, that are sort of... Uh, put in between the major units of study so that you have time, ample time to ask lots of questions and that there's um, kind of a nice intervals of study and reflection upon what we've covered before diving into new topics. The last third of the course is all spent looking at 
the, the charts of live clients who come into the classroom and you're going to see me read for them. And then we break down those sessions so that you really have a sense, not just of what the theory is or the techniques, but how they all come together to synthesize and working with other human beings with real questions and real, you know, real lives on the line with, with, uh, you know, lots of stuff going on. So, so I think that's probably everyone's favorite part of the program. If you have any questions about the course, feel free to email us info at nightlightastrology.com. You have three options for payment. There's the early bird payment, <clears throat> one payment, it saves you $500 off if you pay in full. You now have one extra week to take advantage of that, which is nice. Um, there's a 12-month payment plan if you need to stretch it out a little bit. And also there's need-based tuition. If for any reason you want to take the class that's outside of your price point, tell us about your situation. Use the apply now button. We'll be happy to try to work with you and uh, make sure no one's priced out of studying uh, astrology. Uh, any questions at all about anything I've said, email us at the email address below. So today we are going to look at uh, Mercury Kazemi. Now this is happening on May 21st. Mercury will move through the heart of the sun as both the sun and Mercury are, are hitting sextiles with Jupiter. The Mercury has already passed through the sextile. The sun is now applying to the sextile and it's happening very closely to the, the Mercury Kazemi event. So it's a pretty powerful transit in that regard. Let me pull up the real-time clock and give you a look at it so you can see what it looks like. Uh, here we go. So um, you can see on the screen, here is Mercury and the Sun coming together. Let me uh, get my little drawing tool out. Here's Mercury and the Sun coming together. Now watch what happens if we speed this up just a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're moving this now to Saturday, May 21st, even though we're looking at this on Friday. And you'll see that Mercury and the Sun are now conjoined in Gemini. When Mercury is moving across that same degree as the Sun, ancient astrologers said that it was at the heart. And it's talked about like being seated on the throne of the king or being given like the seal of the king, like an ambassador who speaks on behalf of the king or who's infused with the power of the king. The king being, you know, just generic. Uh, image of the sun, the sun as the source of life, the sun as a planet that Im, uh, imbues us with a sense of nobility, our sense of what is ideal, what are our ambitions, um, and the course of action that our life takes, all was said to be related to the sun in ancient astrology. So it's this very powerful, life-giving, authoritative planet that conjures up ideal images that um, motivates us to take certain courses of action in our life based on what we want or hope for, or desire that we sort of gild in gold. So this Mercury at the heart of the sun is very powerful because it's as though the, the messenger, Mercury, is being infused with the power of that solar light. Mercury is in its home sign of Gemini right now, which means that it's also, it's uh, a bit like having, you know, your boss visit your house and you know there's a sense of hosting someone who has a lot of uh, power or authority maybe you look up to them as a mentor or something like that 
And rather than feeling overwhelmed, there's probably even maybe like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. My boss is in my house or something like that. There's even more of a sense of empowerment that comes with this because Mercury is in its own home sign. In fact, in ancient astrology, the planet was in its own home sign and was moving through a conjunction with the sun. It was said to be protected from the combustion status that occurs prior to and directly after that Kazemi moment. Um, and it was said to be in its own chariot. So Mercury is not only is, is being empowered by this moment, but is also has been and continues to be in a very comfortable position by virtue of being in its, one of its own signs. All of this, in addition to the sextile to Jupiter and Aries, makes for um, a, a very positive, strong, harmonious connection right now between Mercury and Jupiter, the sun and Jupiter, and the Mercury and the sun itself. So I made a list today of 10 things that we can watch for given all that's going on with this astrologically. So these are no real order, you know, not like an order of importance or strength in terms of the symbolism. These are just 10 things that I think you, you may notice, over, especially over the weekend. Uh, for the next, I would say, you know, the 21st and 22nd especially. But let's just stretch it, stretch it out to be the, the Friday the 20th. May 21st, Saturday, May 22nd, Sunday, as the most likely times when these themes would manifest. And don't mistake the quickness of this transit for it being irrelevant or less important. Because remember, our next new moon is in Gemini, and it is happening right on the heels of Mars conjoining Jupiter around the same degree point, uh, about the third degree of Aries. So there's a kind of a, a, a real sense of the conflagration of these energies driving us toward the next moon cycle where there's a lot of there's a lot of momentum and the especially that kind of cardinal Aries Mars Jupiter energy is really forceful toward the end of the cycle and this is in a sense foreshadowing where things are going toward the end of this moon cycle into the next one so it is a it's a big deal to really watch for these themes not just being flashes in the pan but potentially, toning something about the way things are going to go into June here. All right. Well, the first theme that I have on my list, and uh, I like you know, I like having like the, the news style form at the bottom. Um, the first one is an announcement. Okay, so Mercury at the heart of the sun will often coincide, especially with Jupiter, which is like a trumpet blasting it out with the sextile of Jupiter. Probably a positive announcement, but some kind of announcement. This is what I'm doing. This is where I've been. This is the truth. This is this is the plan. It's kind of a proclamation. So watch for some kind of important proclamation or announcement or something like that. Maybe you're making it. Maybe you're receiving it. Very similarly, number two would be the receiving or sending of an important message. Now, that does not necessarily mean that it's a big public. When I think of an announcement, I think of something that's more public. It has more of, uh, I'm, I'm announcing this to others in general. On the other hand, you could receive an offer. You could get an email. You could receive news back on a job interview. And it's not necessarily that sense of like announcing something publicly to a group of people, but it still has the quality of, of an important piece of news or information or communication that's somehow coming to you. I would also say it's very possible that you decide to send such a piece of news or information. So announcements or the receiving or sending of important messages would be my first two. Number three is the topic of mental health. 
Now I say this because I never in a million years would have thought that Mercury, you know, Kazemi could result in something that would be like tragic around mental health. But um, I'm trying to think now, it was two years ago. It was two, I think it was, so it was 20, it was the very end of 2020 going into 2021. There was, and you guys, a lot of you guys saw this. There was a young man who was following my YouTube channel and was apparently a big fan. And I, um, he became really um, sort of apparent paranoid and, and sort of obsessive about um, my channel and my content and then started privately messaging me through Facebook uh, and telling me that, you know, he was Jesus and that uh, he had all these special messages from God that I needed as his newest disciple recruit to go and like transmit and like tell everybody. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of tried to speak reasonably and supportively and kindly as I could. He ended up taking his life. Um, he was apparently, um, he had, he was struggling with bipolar disorder, if that's what it's called. I don't, I don't know if it's, that's what it's still called or not, but that's what I ended up, I ended up knowing some people, mutual friends on Facebook who, you know, basically told me this is what was going on. And all of that was while, uh, he, so he was having like a, like a decompensation, I guess. And, um, and it's really unfortunate. And he ended up taking his own life. And that all happened within the span of about a day, um, while, uh, Mercury was Kazemi. So what I took away from that was also that, you know, when Mercury gets to the heart of the sun, that sense of the empowered messenger, that can, it can, it can actually also bring up questions about mental health and mental stability. It's like when Mercury's right at the heart of the sun, sometimes uh, there's a sense of like great clarity, but I've noticed now, especially since that happened, I, I noticed that, um, I have noticed that Mercury at the heart of the sun can also be, it's a little like a Uranus transit where it can just be a little erratic and unstable. It's like there's a lot of juice flowing through the wire and um, you can get a little frayed or like burnt or something. Um, now I would say it, it tends to be also connected to um, the, the next one, which is revelation. Like honestly, this it's just one of the weirdest astrological signatures that you could have uh, Mercury at the heart of the sun and receive like a very clear and lucid sense of understanding revelation to, to disclose, you know, to, to reveal something that's been hidden or unseen um, and to uh, revelation at like, as in to reveal. And it's amazing how consistently Mercury at the heart of the sun will reveal something, something that's been hidden. You'll suddenly understand, or there'll be this moment of great illumination or clarity, but that revelation can also be sort of destabilizing and it can feed into a couple of other things. For example, especially with the sextile to Jupiter, you can find that you have this increased mental or verbal confidence, which is pretty cool. But then number six, you can also see that it, it can tilt into almost like delusions of grandeur. It's like, as let's say your boss is gone for the day and is like, you're like one of the upper management or something. And they're like, okay, you're in charge of the place for the day. Okay. You know, by noon, you know, you, you think you're, you know, you're the emperor Nero, you know, <laughs> you've completely lost the plot by noon. The power has gone to your head right away. So, so there's, it's an empowering moment, but I've noticed that it can be, um, we can tilt off center somehow because of how much power there is. It's, you can, it can be like almost like a little manic. 
anyway, just things to watch for. Uh, number seven is clarifying a plan or vision. We talked about this yesterday. It's the same kind of thing. Mercury is connected with Jupiter while at the heart of the sun, very harmonious connection to Jupiter. So suddenly there's this, ah, here's the, here's the plan. Here's the vision. Here's the ideal thing that I now understand a little bit of a revelation, but a clarification of something. So you've been thinking it out, how to do it, how to figure it out. And suddenly, oh, now I know connected to Jupiter and Aries, there's this sense of like, all right, let's do it. Let's put it into action right away. Very closely connected to number eight, a noble ideal. The sun tends to give us that sense of what is noble, virtuous, true, good, or it will just, you know, it'll glitter bomb something that we want and make us feel like, isn't that the most attractive, beautiful thing that anyone could desire? And you're like, you want to, you want to collect old video games and make an arcade in your basement. That's, that's it. But it doesn't, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like, whatever it is, whatever your thing is that you're captured by, that's glittering like gold that you go off to follow. That's often the sun. So the sun will, with Mercury at the heart of the sun, it'll be like this mental, almost like being possessed by this beautiful sense of something that you want or that's real or true or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean it's real or true, but it'll present itself as noble and real and beautiful and true. You have to be a little bit discerning, but it can also genuinely give you a sense, a, a very clear, like we said earlier, like a uh, an important message that you're receiving, a, a clear plan or vision. But this may also be clarifying what is noble or good or true or beautiful somehow. Uh, number nine would be the power to speak on behalf of someone or something more powerful. So there's that idea of being in charge when your boss is gone or you know, somehow temporarily be, being given the power to speak on behalf of something greater. Now, remember, for this young man, he believed that he was the reincarnation of Jesus and that I was his disciple and that I should speak on behalf of him. It was a very weird Mercury Kazemi moment, right? So I'm not saying that every instance of this is healthy or good. It's just these are just themes to watch for archetypally, that Mercury at the heart of the sun is like that the messenger, you know, just glowing with gold, holding a very important scroll. But, you know, God only knows if it's the, is it the circus inside of that scroll or is it, you know, is it the, is it the word of God? It's hard to, <laughs> maybe hard to, hard to tell. All right. Well, um, number 10 would be, again, we mentioned this yesterday, solutions to problem and quick implementation of ideas. So it's got that sense of light bulb moments, epiphanies, lightning strikes, clarity, and then act very quickly with Jupiter and Aries as well. Now, this is all, it, it, none of this may happen right away. The, the caveat here, though, I guess the um, qualifying remark is that we have Jupiter and Mars getting together at the end of this moon cycle and then a new moon in Gemini right as Mercury is turning direct. So could we see whatever's coming up through this Mercury Kazemi and the connections with Jupiter, could it be, you know, all, that all this is happening, sort of planting the seeds for a shift that's coming more like you know, the very end of May, beginning of June. It's not too far from now, but it's like a, a little less than two weeks away. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of what's happening is starting to turn the wheels in the direction of where the next new moon cycle will be taking us. Anyway, that's what I've got for today. I hope that this was uh, helpful, gives you some good things to think about as always. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share your comments. You can find daily transcripts of all of my talks on my website. And don't forget while you're there to check out my new class, Ancient Astrology for the Modern Mystic with a modified start date now of June 12th. So just take note of that um, if you've already registered for the program. And don't forget, you'll be getting orientation materials next week if you've registered already. And we will mention it again there all over the place that we're starting on June 12th rather than the 5th. 
So thank you, everybody. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Looking forward to lots more astrology next week. And until then, we'll see you later. Bye.